You're listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio, Woofcast number 21, for Sunday, November 13th, 2005. Brought to you by Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed and style, that's Outmotoring.com. You know, we have a saying in racing, and that is between the last time he was on the track and the next time you go on the track, that time is spent waiting. Hey, everybody, it's DB in SoCal. Coming at you again with another Wolfcast from uh, sunny Southern California with uh, Todd and Gabe. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, Excellent. Yep, doing pretty good. Sweet. Gabe has returned from his trip to um, nowhere. <laughs> right, a trip. Yeah, a trip. It's a good and, trip. Uh, we're back. Back in Chicago. Back in Chicago. Back in back full to the swing, potholes, as it were. <laughs> back yeah, to the back potholes. to the potholes. Yeah. Actually, I, I have to say, I had a, a a great drive this morning in my car. I haven't driven it. In, in a while, and actually, I had some some stuff to do early this morning, and I, I you know, every time I have a, a a drive like that, you just I totally fall in love with the car again. Love that. I've had some of those. Yeah. I've had some of those. It's been cooler here, and I've been getting lucky up on my road, and been able to get in like four or five miles of you know just a little bit above the speed limit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll fall windows down, intake yeah. screaming at me. Oh. I'll get there the side of the mountain. I'll fall back oh. in love with my car when I take the after winter when I take my S lights off and you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's I haven't put them on yet. That's why I'm loving this. But I mean, I just I have my new uh, I have a new super spring exhaust um, on my car so oh, that's just, right. you know, windows down, nice. seat on. Not getting things, any nice crisp. Not getting any so tickets good. for excessive noise or anything. No, no, that's I actually got the uh, the Euro version, so it's it's, uh, it's probably not it's probably not as loud as some aftermarket. It's a TUV rated. I wanted, yeah, I wanted to go sort of subtle, a little bit uh, refined, and it sounds fantastic. Yeah, I, mean, I can't recommend it enough. So I'll have a nice little review on motoring file in a week or two. But uh, anyway, Sweet. good 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 day so far. Nice. Awesome. Well, do you notice awesome. that up there awesome. with the S? You know, when it's probably about what in the upper fifties, I'm guessing in Chicago right now. Is, uh, is that what yeah, you, yeah. You know, do you notice that feeling of a little bit extra power, though? You know, you know, it. Yeah, I do. I mean, I think so much of it with the, with the S and especially the new gearing is just if you hook up okay, you really, you know, you feel, you feel it, it anyway. I mean, yeah. I had my, my DSC off this morning, and it feels like a different car when nice. you turn the DSC off. It's just. I felt it, it even in launches. sixth, even in sixth gear today on the really? highway wow. when I got around somebody, I punched it, and I just felt. You know, what you are you doing, f- like 120 miles an hour? <laughs> well, I won't say. In I mean, six gear. That's, six gear. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Your rev, revs must have been up there. But with the pulley. With know. the pulley, the revs are already up, you know, higher than they are normally. I don't get, yeah. I don't get anything like that in fifth gear, unless I'm doing like 90. <sighs> yeah. yeah, the Cooper in fifth gear is more of a, uh, an experience. <laughs> Overdrive. <laughs> yeah, it's what it is. It's, I'm getting good gas mileage, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can watch my, uh, if, I, if I turn the OBC on and and really punch it you can actually watch the miles per gallon go down nice my dad had a my dad had a truck like that once he had a big old three-quarter ton chevy pickup with a 454 under the, the hood we were we were, we were pulling this big ass boat through the desert going out to lake Havasu one year i was a little kid and we had the, he had the air conditioner on cruising along about 65 miles and this is like a big ocean going boat too it was huge and and he goes, hey, kids, come check this out. And we're all looking over the seat. And we're sitting there and we're watching. And we're actually watching the gas gauge move. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it wasn't really fast, but you can actually see the movement as it, like, just ticked off. That's just that's <laughs> what it's like to own a Hummer, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do you see those pictures, yeah. those first pictures I posted on TV? Yes, Mini? I did. All those Hummers that aren't – that was a funny story. That's so why I had to repost it. But oh, that was hilarious. All those Hummers just sitting there. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. That was just like – there were, what, 300 and some of them. And I'm going, that's just sick. There's something wrong with that. Yeah, totally. Oh, well. Go check out DB's blog if you missed it. Yeah, dbmini.us. 18 other people who posted to and linked to it also. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Oh, Gabe, you still with us? Yeah, as far as I know. Okay, let's make sure. <laughs> I, I started hearing weird stuff from Todd, so. Yeah, no, it's all Todd. I actually I, started I just... talking. That was it. He was like, well, no, no, no. I, you were kind of, <laughs> you, you were cutting out there. You were cutting out there for a second, so. That's why. Yeah, I can, I can, I can second that. Okay. Well, at least that doesn't go on the recording, so nobody's going to know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> anyway, for tonight, I've put together quite a list of stuff to talk about. 
Should make for a nice long show for you guys that like the long shows. If you don't like the long shows, you can go and turn them off now because it's going to be a long one. Well, don't turn us off, though. Come on. Be you cool. can always two, fast two forward segments. a few seconds, you know. Yeah, fast forward. There you go. Fast forward, pause. Yeah, so I thought tonight we, we could, uh, let's cover some of the Phil Wicks Racing Series. Uh, not so much the schedule, which it's not posted on his site yet, so I want to kind of wait until that gets solidified. But we could go through the race eligibility and the classes, including what you can and cannot do to your car to race in the different classes. And then um, we could do track day number two, intermediate track day tips. How's that sound? Fantastic. Awesome. Let's take a quick break then, and when we come back, let's do that. Hey, are these guys serious, like a whole show about Mini Coopers? Just read the copy, man. <sighs> All right. You're listening to White Roof Radio. All right, how's that? And you know what today is? Something. 30th um, anniversary of the Edmondson Fitzgerald sinking. <sighs> You guys don't know what that is. Yeah, I know what, exactly what that is. There's a DJ out here in California. That plays that song. That, oh, my God. Okay, I've never even song? heard the song. You've never oh, heard the no song? Way. No, I've never heard the song. I okay. promise Dude. you. And let, uh, that you I have know. never heard the wreck of the Edmund That's Fitzgerald? That's it. I'm, I'm bringing in some of it no. right now. I'm going to bring some of it in. For the show. I, I, I've never heard that oh, song. Oh, you so have to bring that in, Todd. <laughs> I just know the story. and I mean, I, you know, Common, I grew common up, news, um, man. Common news. 30 seconds. No more than 30 seconds. Common news. Wait, did you? don't you have to pay like $200? Not for 30 seconds or less. Screw it, man. Let the RIA come after us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. For playing thirty seconds of a song that should really be, you know, in the public domain. This is really, this is really. You've never heard that song? No, no. Dude, well, you know, I mean, it was the. I mean, I was not born. Now I've got it stuck in my head. Is it Don? Thanks. Who was it? Don okay, McLean? so because it's, it's funny, no, I didn't even um, know about it till today. Till I was on CNN, Lightfoot. and they That's were right. talking about they're talking about the the wreck. And I'm like, oh, cool. Because I, I love the whole history of the wreck. I mean, you know, don't like the tragedy, but well, yeah, you know, I, I, it's, it's available on iTunes. <laughs> and. Uh, I had no idea. They're talking about this song. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And oh, it must have been a good song. No, it's a depressing song. It's really. Oh, it's like a well, dirge. It's about people dying. It's a dirge, is what it is. I but mean, it's, it's a, a. It gets in your a, head. Honestly, though, goodness, you know? dirge. It was uh, on the Billboard charts for 21 weeks. Da, 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 da. You know, it oh just gets God, in your head. There we go. There's oh, a little bit of it. And repeat. Repeat. The whole song. Is that little four-bar well, uh, four measure repeat? I guess I'll, I'll, I'll check it out on iTunes. Todd's already I, downloaded it for you and you sent it over. I, I, haven't, I, I haven't heard it, and, and uh, it's, it's news to me. I was just excited about the 30th anniversary. You know, I think it's, uh, it's a little bit of lore. That's, uh, that boat's still on the bottom of the lake, isn't it? It is. It is. Mm. In, uh, in a whole lot of mud. I bet you it's haunted, too. Uh, could be, <laughs> could be. Do wait? Do ghosts? Do, do they survive underwater? Ghosts? I mean, oh that... yeah, they're ghosts, dude. Come on, they survive everywhere. I don't know. I mean, you they're ghosts. Ghostbusters. I, I don't know if that guy eating those hot dogs and Ghostbusters could stay underwater. He's like all jelly. Well, not that guy. Think about it. Not that guy. Some of the other guys. Some of the how, other guys. Okay, then what about the floaties guy? The floaty guys. They're yeah, the floaty they, guys. They, totally. They can. They can. How would they do it underwater? Dude, that they can like do it underwater. Totally inconsequential compared to the power of the water. Please <laughs> digress. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they can they can go underwater. The state of marshmallow man though, he cannot. He'll just no, that's float. A very good point. There's he'll no just, way he's going. But he's not. And really he would probably like, separate. Oh and besides that, he's not really a ghost. He's more like a, a, a sin, like almost like a being of sorts. Remember, he's been possessed. Right. That's right. Yeah, he was a figment of their imagination. I'm crying. Oh my god! Can we do a podcast now? <laughs> all right, let's do it. God, all the right. stuff you guys miss when we're. <laughs> not recording. It's oh, really I'm funny. putting all that's all in there, man. We're back. Oh, nice, all right. <laughs> nice. We're back. Well, let's just uh, let's just get right into it then. <laughs> um, first up for tonight is uh, can ghosts live underwater? Let us know. That's Gabe at. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. That must be funny though. Um, what are we doing? Oh yeah, Phil Wicks Mini Racing Series. This is coming up for next year. We're all oh very excited about it. I don't know about everybody else. I'm very excited about I'm it. I'm excited. I either want to race or I want to sponsor a car, so that's it. You know? I'm totally excited. And, Todd, I want to be a part of that. Okay. Hey, Todd. Yep. I want to be a part of that. <laughs> we, should work some, we should work something out. All right. Well, uh, I, I'm pretty excited. Actually, I've, I've got a group of uh, friends from uh, Chicago who are very seriously looking at starting a race team and actually doing it upright. We're going to be – I think it's going to be motoring file – racing so uh look for that uh, sweet we'll be, we'll be the ones in the back smiling <laughs> sweet you know, the, as soon as i get my license graphics i'm telling you as soon as i get <laughs> my license if you guys need a driver in california gabe let me know <laughs> yeah well i tell you we'll, we'll definitely need at least beer so 
Oh, gee whiz, thanks. <laughs> so there's a couple things for this race series. We're not really going to cover the schedule just because, like I said before, uh, it's still kind of – it's not posted on the website, so I don't know if it's up in the air or not. But there should so be seven not, races. I think we're sure of that. There's there should be, be seven races. Yes. Right now we've got four on the books. You can find it. Motoring file, I'll link back in the show notes um, and what the schedule should be. But what we're mostly going to concern ourselves with is just eligibility, what it's actually going to take for you to participate in the series, and then what you can do to your car to, to be in each particular class. So let us start with eligibility. <sighs> okay. Let us. Yes. So there's – there's uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to start off. This okay. race is open to anybody with a current competition license, SCCA, BMW, CCA, um, uh, NASA. Uh, there's a couple others that are not coming to the top of my head. Um, if you don't have a license, it's simple. All you have to do is just complete a Philworks Driving Academy instructional event or similarly recognized event with documentary evidence. You can check with your track day guy and see if he knows Philworks. Raise your hand if, if you've participated in one of the above. My, hand, my hand's raised. Mine is. Both hands of them. I have okay. actually – my guy's actually recognized by Philworks. Excellent. Uh, which is nice. Uh, cool. In fact, he ran a Phil Wicks event on here a couple last year. Excellent. See, um, instructional club event, PCA, BMW, Audi, et cetera, also eligible. Non-licensed entrants will be observed during practice and qualifying sessions to make sure that you're uh, good to go on the track. Rachel, I think it's really cool that Phil is, is doing that. I mean, really. That, that it makes it so much easier possible. that you don't have – have you seen what it takes to get licensed through SCCA? I've heard about it from it's in, Phil. It's in, it's insane. I've actually gone gone through to see what the licensing requirements are or for NASA. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, not only is it insane, but it would cost a big pile of money. Well, because you spend you all to, that time I, on the track. It's a whole bunch of track time and instruction time and special schools and all this other stuff. And, you know, and I can understand that you know you need that for safety and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But this, I still like the way Phil's doing it. Phil's saying, you know, you look good to me. Go. So yes, SCCA yeah. and NASA are uh, definitely. But they're also uh, real. They're also real that. race organizations. You know. Well, and then NASA also is a space agency. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you, <laughs> you got, got the space shuttle too. going. <laughs> so yeah, astronauts, exactly. they're they're ready to go. Could they, could they not have come up with a different acronym? I mean, come on. Well. <laughs> Anyway, they, sorry. They, they could have. I thought, <laughs> I, was, I thought it was ridiculous too. Then, but anyway, um, race organizers will make the final decision based on track etiquette and observance of track rules. Cars must be prepared with a roll bar or roll hoop. That's what it takes to race in the series. So really, there's not a whole lot to it. Now, and, so, and the roll hoop is something that is uh, something you can actually take out of the car. Yeah, bolting. You, uh, don't want to drive yeah. around. So, yeah, uh, you know, and it's it's. I don't know actually what the cost of a roll hoop. Well, if you go to Mini Mania, I'll have to pull it up and I'll I'll find a link. About I'm pretty sure. Aren't they? Well, no, Mini Mania actually has an entire safety kit. Just um, it's it's especially for this. It's the hoop. It's the fire extinguisher. Um, I think it's just hoop and the fire extinguisher, and they, they sell it kind of as a kit. If not, you can you can buy them both separately. I know Mini Mania car- carries both of those pieces. Very cool. And that's not a fire suppression system. That's just a canister fire extinguisher, ABC fire right. extinguisher sitting right there in your passenger side. Yeah. Bolted down somehow so it's not flying around the car like a projectile and right. you know You're bashing out windows and blowing up on the track or hitting Because you, you don't want to get hit by that thing. I you don't want to get hit by a fire extinguisher, no. There we go. Uh, it's 509. I was right. It was... Uh... The uh, 509.85 Mini Mania. Well done. Well done. <clears throat> nice. Is that just for the hoop? There's there's a couple of different ones. There's bolt-in. That's the uh, – <clears throat> and then some are like 900. So I guess you can yeah. spend quite a bit on those bad boys. Yeah, yes, but you if you if you want to race and you're going to be kind of serious to actually go through all this, you're going to have to do it in the workaround. You know, because, yep. I mean, we've yep. all seen minis roll. And I've actually got video of uh, Tony Nuzo rolling his mini – at the, uh, yeah, I do too. I, I record. Do you record that? that was, the, yeah, I, it's still on my TV. Me it's, too. It's I see. That that I've been showing it to everybody. What, the, what I'm was like, he doing? I know he was trying to outrace that RX8, and he gets off the road and tried to get back. Right, on and he passed him. Oh yeah, well, no, he he passed someone, and then he just got a little. I don't know. Excited. He went hard. He went, yeah, he went, went hard into the corner. The curb. Then came and back rolled. on and dropped down a little bit. And the thing just, yep, I exactly. mean, just watching it just roll. And then if he hadn't busted but, his front then, suspension, he would have driven. I mean, he would have been back in the race. Well, he, he kept did. on going. Yeah, the, the funny thing is, for folks who didn't see it, is, yeah, then he did basically drive into the pits. He rolled it. and you know, Started it up. Collected, collected his thoughts and drove into the pits. And, yeah, the front suspension was a little... Uh, wonky <laughs> afterwards but uh, and he lost the he lost the passenger side door in the roll so 
But oh. yeah, man, yeah. the thing like I was one. I guess there was two things. Well, she, first, he says I was a real, real I was I was surprised at how easily yeah, the mini rolled. You know. Well, I think what it was is he came down at such an angle off that curb and was carrying such speed that yeah. you know, any car, short wheelbase, um, anything, you know, yeah. it's it's just gonna it's gonna pop right over. It didn't look like one of those F one boats, did it? That catches a gust of wind wrong off a wave. No, no, like he was coming down. He was coming back on the track, and he actually dropped probably a foot and a half, like off of a big kind of yeah, curb. It was, and it was well, just, that's yeah, just crazy. Yeah. It was bad. That's why you need to have a uh, roll hoop, right? Or you know, if if you want to go hardcore and you want to <clears throat> bolt in a whole cage, well, knock yourself out too. There you go. Um, so that's what you need to do. And he's breaking it out into four classes: classic minis. Classic minis, mini Marcos, Unipower, mini classic base cars is regulated by blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think that's just to, to sort of, you know, get the classic folks out there if they want to come. But you know, I think the, the main part of the show is, is the new mini from what he said. Yeah, earlier. if there's classics on the track, I'm out because well, those guys just kick my ass. But he said there's no prize for the cl- – there's no, like, classic series. Uh, oh, prize. but they're, they're going to – he'll let They're going to compete. Yeah, they're going to yeah. compete in whatever class they're in. There's not, like, okay. going to be a, a winner of, like, that class. Like, there is going to be, like, a mini Cooper class and then the Cooper S class. Right. Gotcha. Speaking of the mini, Cooper speaking class. of the mini Cooper class, there are there's nice. there's essentially there's two we'll call them showroom stock classes. One for the mini Cooper, one for the mini Cooper S. Um, the the classes are very similar. Um, you need to have a roll cage or hoop, like I said, a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can make changes to uh, your brake pads. You can do fluid modification, any street or track day tire and wheel size. No slicks. You can make changes to your airbox and exhaust, but only from the catalytic converter back, which means no header. You can do any suspension modification. You need a, fo- a four, five, or six-point seatbelt harness, and a driver's seat upgrade is optional. That is exactly the same for what we're going to call the showroom stock class on the Cooper and the Cooper S. I would <sighs> imagine those are going to be the most popular, as, as that's you know basically your daily driver. I mean, you could just take that out there with a couple of modifications. Exactly. Take your cards as it sits right now, right from the dealer showroom floor, uh, holies and all on your Cooper, put a right. fire extinguisher and a hoop in there and you're racing. Although, uh, yeah. 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 Basically. I mean, I would, I would probably try to throw some, some different wheels so you could get a little bit more width, um, out of those tires. And yeah. And some... if you've got the sport pack and you're still running the Goodyear run flat, you might want to swap those out too. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> even though I Gabe's mean... a huge fan of those on the track, <laughs> <laughs> uh, said with sarcasm, um, maybe just a little bit. Yeah, actually, you know, they are uh, predictable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slide. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Now, the, uh, I, I think, I think the, um, you know, as far as, as modifications, if we want to go into the showroom stock mods right now, yeah, we could, um, uh, Let's start off. Let's just start at the top. Work our way down. We we'll start with brake pads, and uh, seem to be the popular ones right now are either the, are the Hawk or the EBCs. Mostly the Hawks, I think. And you need to watch out on brake pads too, because you've got street compound pads and you have track compound pads. You don't want to put the track compound pads on your daily driver for everyday use because uh, they don't work. You don't stop at all. They don't get hot enough during daily use. That's why they're track day pads. Um, but I would imagine that even the Hawk. The Hawk ceramic pads, um, just the daily driver pot pads would probably work just fine for you too on the stock, uh, on the OEM rotors. Yep. Right. Uh, next up would be fluid modifications. Brake the, fluid, the f- mostly. Such as ATE Super Blue Brake Fluid. Yeah. Right, right. You can find that at Out Motoring. They have the. Uh, in in fact, you can find all of the items we're going to discuss today, except for that hoop, at OutMotoring.com. Yeah. And DB, you have you have uh, what do you have in your car on your Cooper? Um, my mods right now is I've got the Canon. I got the Canon. Well, intake. just the brakes. brakes. Just oh, the brakes. I've I've got EBC EBC greens with power slot rotors. Okay. And, and you and you're and you're I swear of... by I swear by that on the track. And my brakes. You, and... Go ahead. You like the? I'm sorry. You like the 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 power slot rotors just in terms of dissipating heat? Yeah. Um, I went out. I've been out uh, on Button Willow, which is a very fast track. Mm-hmm. I've been on uh, Streets of Willow Springs, which isn't as fast, but it's very, very much a brakey track. You use a lot of brakes on on streets, mm-hmm. and I have no fade at all. My, in fact, my brakes work better halfway through my session than they do when I start, and, and they continue s- to work. And they continue to work that good all the way through till the end of my That's session. Great. And you're using yeah, you know, like almost no fade. Fluid and That's a lot of. Right. And I've, what, I've, go ahead. You're using factory fluid and lines then, right? 
Uh, yeah, factory fluid and lines. Okay, that's a a lot of folks who who um, who go to the track for the first time. That's that's one area they'll notice that the mini doesn't cope well after a few hours. The brakes, a lot of times with the uh, depending on the wheel, especially for instance the S lights, S lights yeah. are, are are not good for ventilation. So you get uh, a lot of heat build up. Your brakes just don't work as well. They get squishy uh, by the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah they get, get squishy. A, you get a real spongy feel on the pedal. A lot of people will will um, uh, you know look at that and, and say, well, let me go get some fluid. Um, let me do basically what DB has done. And, and that's a really, um, not inexpensive, but I think a, a budget conscious way to do it other than going out and getting a big brake kit, which is great, but you know, if you don't mind the, putting 18 inch wheels on your yeah. car. Right. Right. Well, yeah, and also yeah, for, that, for the purposes here for the Phil Wicks, uh, racing series, it's going to put you in the unlimited class, which you really exactly. Uh, kind exactly. of you have to keep that in mind. And I'm, I'm not 100% sure on the rotors, but it doesn't say here. So I'm going to have to assume that a rotor swap is going to bump you into the unlimited classes. And if you've got a Cooper like mine, just intake exhaust, plug wires, um, and then you just change your rotors, and all of a sudden you're in racing with 250 horsepower S's, yeah, you're going to feel humbled pretty quick. (laughs) You better hope for rain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, oh, yeah. Um, but I've, it's like I, minority or something. You know, but I know, I know a lot of people. Rain. I know a lot of people that are that are. <laughs> All right, F one humor for everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, but I know people that are running um, stock rotors with uh, upgraded pads, and they love it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just really, yeah. just get rid of those chalk pads, those the oh, the factory chalk pads, and you're I mean you're already halfway there. And yeah, the, a good the, the, and a good fluid swap. Don't just like top off your fluid with a high quality mm-hmm. fluid. You actually have to evacuate all the old fluid. And there's special machines for that, or you can have your service department do it and replace it with like the ATE fluid, the AT blue, which is everybody swears by that too. Yeah, it's actually, and you can do it yourself. There are brake, uh, there are you know brake bleeder kits. You can um, actually, I think you can rent those from a lot of auto parts stores too. Can you? Well, you know the kit itself. I mean, I know I know uh, Bavarian Auto sells one for like sixty bucks. I'm sure uh, some of the mini places sell sell some kits. I think BMP does as well. So if you look around, I mean, it's probably not a bad investment to make, or it's not a bad investment to make to find someone and then to <laughs> just offer them a beer. Yeah. Or if you're at I your two, if you're at your two year point on your mini, uh, Cooper or S, that is one of the service. One of the services they That's do true. is yeah. bleed the brake lines and do that, and you could just take your. It's absolutely, true. You know, no, they, they actually it. do a com- they actually do a complete fluid replacement. Right, right. Because I because I asked, and the guys told me, yeah, go ahead. That's yep. no problem. We'll and some places, yeah, and some places, if you bring in your own fluid, the, they will actually uh, use that. Sure, why not? Of the uh, OEM stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so that's fluid. Right. Um, any street track day tire, and wheel size. <sighs> without. Stirring up a whole bunch of controversy or getting too many emails. Um, everybody likes the tires that they like. I realize that, Gabe. Do you realize that everybody likes the tires that they like? Absolutely. Todd, I'm happy with that. Todd, do you realize that everybody likes the tires that they like? Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's that being said, uh, if you want to do this kind of low ditch, uh, you want to look at maybe the Yokohamas, the ABS ES 1000s. 100. Those are a pretty decent track day tire. And uh, Kumo Extra is also not terribly mm-hmm. expensive, and also that's been a, getting rave reviews in the autocross world as well as on the track. And and poke around eBay a little bit, see if you can find a set of used rims like what I did. Uh, I didn't want to run. I've run Yokos during the day, and, and they're horrible for daily drivers, especially but, in the wet. So, oh, they suck in the wet. Might as well be running slicks. <laughs> that's just, but that's just me. That's my opinion. Yeah, you guys might like them fine you know, and, in the wet. And, and just to and just to say, you know, for someone else who's looking at at this in terms of a budget, your your tires that came with the Mini, they're they're two different. Basically, there are two different kinds of tires. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of different kinds of tires, but the two basic are you have all seasons or you have performance tires. If you have all seasons, you're going to be skating quite a bit. Now, that, that's speci- specifically the Goodyears. Yes. Um, for the 17-inch Goodyears, they do not. And I mean, they're great if you you know live in a climate that um, has some snow, some sleet, some rain, whatever. The 16-inch Goodyears the track, are the same way. They're just they're just no good. So. You know, I would recommend definitely get rid of those. If you have uh, performance tires, actually, I took my car on the track with the performance Dunlops on my 18-inch JCW wheels, sports. and and they were actually they were actually pretty good. I was actually uh, yeah. pretty surprised by it. Yeah. Um, they they wore a lot, you know, whatever. I mean, they're not the best tire, no no question, but they weren't bad. So in a pinch, I think a performance, even a run flat, will will work. I mean, if right. it's a situation where you want to get rid of them, hey, that's a that's a way to get rid of them. Right. If, track but, days. if budget will allow. Um, I highly recommend picking up a second set of wheels just for this. Poke around yeah. on eBay, find some um, 
V-spokes or maybe five some five stars and put your tires on this nice 16 inch wheel It'll work great on the track and you can, then you'll have a dedicated set if this is something that you're going to plan on doing you know besides just yeah. one time and the the v-spokes i th i think the v-spokes are the lightest they, 16 -inch they wheels. are the lightest 16 inch wheels um, the, the lightest uh the lightest if you if you are interested in an oem wheel the lightest 17 inch wheel i believe is the um the performance wheel that comes with the cooper s convertible i can't think of it offhand the name or the r99s isn't that the double spoke? spoke yeah that's like that's i think i want to say it's just around 20 pounds which yeah. is is heavier than than aftermarket but if you want to stay oem or you want a little bit more um you know, whatever. Aftermarket wheels, you, you've got quite a range, and they get very light. And they also get very expensive. They they very Where, they get very expensive. Like, well. for example, I found this set of five stars <laughs> off eBay for $350. Nice. Yeah. 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 So doing okay there. Moving on. And I've got a set of S lights for uh, 450 in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want S lights on the track. I had to, I had to get that in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, moving on. So tires. Airbox. Uh, this is going to be... God, this is another one of those things. It's like tires, you know, but it's going to be personal preference and or what you think is nice or what everybody else hears. Um, if you're running a Cooper, your choices are kind of limited. You get the K&N Typhoon, which is what I've got. I'm extremely happy with that. Uh, you also get the BMP, which I know a lot of people like. Gabe, didn't you have the BMP? I, I had the BMP for two years uh, out of my three-year ownership of my Cooper, and I loved it. It, it, is, it is Well, I shouldn't say it's loud, but it lets you know it's there. It sounds so good it. on the track. It sounds really good. Oh, yeah. It sounds oh, – I mean, yeah. people take notice. Right. Believe me. They they turn around like, what is that? Yeah. Cooper with intake and exhaust sounds like a race car, which is nice. Yeah. And then, of course, if you're on like a real – like uh, you really want to go budget on this, you can do the, the intake that Moss sells. It's much like the Typhoon. It's a nice unit. Or you could just drop in um, – do a drop-in, a replacement filter, Alta, K&N. Uh, who else makes them? There's another one I forgot. And, and that'll well, also help improve airflow as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. okay. And then on the S, uh, use similar choices. You get the K&N, got the BMP, uh, Alta, which seems to be a very popular choice. Mm -hmm. um, the JCW, which you can actually get from your dealer's parts desk, can you not? Yeah, and that's actually um, a, a bit more complex in terms of, you know, it's got a valve that opens at a very specific time. It's controlled. It's sort of There's an ECU upgrade, too. So it's... It's yeah. yeah, it's a very it's a very trick little kit. Um I it's probably my favorite if price wasn't an option. If price was an option, there are a lot of others out there that are also very good. Right. And of course, like we said, all these parts are available at outmotoring.com except for the right. the JCW intake. And, and actually he's got, he's got has the, a pretty cool one too. Actually Aaron's got the JCW intake is also available at Outmotoring. Yeah, it does. Oh really? Yes. It's actually oh, sweet, my bad. And if you look at the prices, you'll see right away that oh my god, it's like double anything else. It is. You know, so you you definitely pay uh you know for what you get. But yeah, you know, a lot of choice there. Cool. Uh finally we also get exhaust and this is going to be, again, a matter of personal preference. If you're running a Cooper, your choices aren't that great. You get the Borla. You've got the Super Sprint, which on the Cooper is, in my opinion, is horrendous. Sounds oh, like a, dude, sounds I like totally a Honda. have to disagree. I think it's unbelievable. Oh, Wait, are and, you and serious? It, and, it looks, and it looks horrendous. The, well, the only <laughs> okay, one I've seen okay. one in I'm going to invite everyone right now to go to Motor and File, go under Reviews, go to the Super Sprint Cooper Review, and listen to it. It's unbelievable. Uh, I heard one. I didn't like it, but it was wacky, and the install it came out weird. Like in a, It looked like something off of a v, VW bug. Well, okay, that sounds like somebody had a problem. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. So you get the Borla, the Super Sprint, or the Remus. Um, Gabe, also a big fan of the Remus. If love, you trust, love if you trust your muffler, muffler guy to do some welding up real nice, that Remus is yeah. a fine it, unit. It's, it's, a, it's a cheap one. In fact, you can find them on eBay every once in a while for like 200 bucks new. Wow. So, yeah, and it's... Um, it yeah, is actually made in Austria, and, and they don't want you to know this, but they actually do all Hammond's uh, work as well, which is a pretty high-end tuner out of Germany. Wow, nice. Yeah, the Borla of the, on that list, the Borla is probably the most spendy. It's almost it's pushing 500 bucks. And then you go over to the S. Um, you have a bazillion choices and a half. Mm -hmm. um, what do we have? Todd, we got the, you have the uh, We've got yeah. the Borla again. We've got, got the Miltech. Yep. Super Sprint, what Gabe just installed. Oh, yeah. He's I, really liking. I, I totally dig my Super Sprint. You know, a lot of people like the Borla. Um, if you're a big fan of musical instruments and like the trumpets, you can maybe look at the Magnaflow. <laughs> oh, nice. uh, what's that one that looks like the Porsche? The Porsche uh, exhaust. That's the the Quicksilver. I've always kind of been a fan of that one too. And of yeah. course, just hold out till January. So when Randy Webb releases his new exhaust system, which should be pretty trick. 
and there's some there's a couple other uh, more inexpensive ones. There's there's a Mind Mini exhaust, which is fairly inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, Alta Alta's got an exhaust as well that actually the sport is not. Business. It's like six thirty or something. Yeah, right. Um, and actually, we missed the Magnaflow Cooper exhaust too, which oh right, Magnaflow also does. Okay. <laughs> if you, you know, if you want also if, very loud. If you want a grapefruit cannon for you your wanna. Cooper, look at the Magnaflow. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, if you've got a good exhaust guy, a good exhaast guy can do custom exhaust for you, no sweat. And, right. and then and then and the, the ultimate. The whistle, the whistle tips. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, okay, the the the, uh, the ultimate uh, easy way into an exhaust, or the ultimate uh, um, deal, is the one ball. Yeah. Know? Okay. Definitely could do that. And for those that don't know what the one ball is, is you have your exhaust guy cut off one of your mufflers and reroute it through the second. No, you it's, reroute it's, it straight. You call it the Lan- cheap, you call it the, the Lance Armstrong modification. Oh, oh, that God. was bad, ladies and gentlemen. Get me that's emails. Todd. That's Todd at whiteroofradio.com. Oh, I just quivered. Oh. The uh, okay. Yeah, the the okay. the, the Wait, one can ball. Have, is cool can we have a second? I'm kind of queasy now. Hold on a second. <laughs> <sighs> so the nice thing about the one okay. ball mod is it saves like 12, 12 14 pounds. So that's uh, that's a bonus. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to reel it back in. I'm trying to DB. I'm doing what I can. You know, I've actually seen the one ball, the one ball uh, mod in action, and I kind of I like it. I like the way it sounds. Yeah, it sounds it's, good. It's got a nice mellow rumble to it. It's uh, unobtrusive. It looks stock, which totally. is nice. You know, you could jazz it up, put some different tips on the end if you wanted to, give it a little bit more, little mm-hmm. change of sound a little bit. Yeah, throw some neon underneath there, some LEDs. Oh yeah, and then the little <laughs> spinner tip. Okay. Yeah. yeah and the then new of course. Dubs. <laughs> okay, stop. Oh, Can't yeah, take dubs right. on the track. Then of course there's the uh, the harness, and only one way to go. There's another one out there that I've seen lately, but if you're not, it's got to be a Schroth. Um, they're, the they're expensive. They're they're not cheap. They're uh, what are they? they are very expensive. They're two hundred and fifty dollars per seat, um, but that is Don't, much. And, and and I was gonna say you have to buy the pads. I, you know I haven't bought the pads yet, and you know what? Listen to Gabe. You gotta buy, buy the, pads. the pads. I didn't believe it, and I'm a believer now. Yeah, so. I gotta buy the pads because of the bruises, still. right? Yeah, the yeah, it scratches. You get it in there tight, and you, oh, I love harness. They're, they're don't try driving, bucks, but uh, yeah, don't try driving with the harness during the every day either. No. <laughs> you, you can't I'm, reach your glove box. That's well, no, you can't look over your shoulder either. <laughs> but I tell it, you, man, if you you know, if I'm looking at this right now. I'm on out motoring. You're looking at the Sparco Torino seat, which is a great seat. Mm-hmm. Um, six hundred bucks each. Okay, that's six hundred bucks. Or, I'm sorry, that that uh, Schroth harness is two thirty. Yeah, it is. It is every bit as good as what that uh, Sparco is going to be in terms of yep. how you feel. You do not move. Yeah, and install on it's super simple. And once it's once you get the the brackets, there's only two brackets that you have to install. It takes about twenty minutes. Once it's in, it's easy out. Easy in. It takes five minutes for me to put my harness in. I carry it with yeah. me all the time. It lives in the boot. You know, just yeah. in case you know I'm properly motivated. Can I get like a street uh, race going on? Yeah, I feel street race coming on. Anyway, that's then you can do suspension mods. I'm not going to cover any brands here because uh, that's all a matter of personal preference. But suspension mods would be uh, lowered springs, perhaps. Definitely want to think about putting on a beefier rear sway bar. Uh, you sway Cooper, bar is probably the biggest thing. That yeah, you coop, you uh, guys in the Mini Coopers, if you can grab like an S sway bar and you want to, you know, keep it on the keep it on the cheap, grab Actually, an S, it, a, a sway bar off of a Super Sport kit um, is a pretty good thing. Or you know, if you want to go hardcore and get the full on adjustable. If you've got a Cooper, um, if you didn't get the Sport Suspension Plus, uh, first of all, shame on you. But second of all, um, go find somebody with a with a Cooper S who maybe you know took it off for for another kit or you know yep. did the JCW suspension and see if you can just get them off get uh, get that off them for cheap. Because that's what you did, right, Kim? That's exactly what I did. I actually yeah. bought a free spec which didn't have it, and uh, I couldn't believe the difference. It's I mean, a huge it, difference. Yeah, it makes the, it makes the Cooper like driving an S, which is nice. Right, except lighter. Yeah, except lighter. <laughs> And more torque in second gear. Anyway, um, but definitely you you definitely want to do the rear sway bar for sure. If nothing, if you don't do any other suspension mods, definitely want to do the rear sway bar. Um, if you've not spent a lot of time on the track, I would have to recommend against doing a front any modifications to the front sway bar um, until you get a good feel for your car on the track, because that will. It's a little bit trickier of a drive. I've driven a car that had the front and rears down after I'd already had a whole lot of track time, and I loved it. I swear by the front sway bar, but really, yeah, oh. even Randy Webb, even Randy Webb said it was a waste. He's like, these things are so no. tight yeah. to begin no, with. No, not no, not the thing in the in the engine compartment. Oh, okay. I mean, actual. No, 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 no. no. You're talking. I'm, I'm talking about the front sway bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've heard from not people who okay. who are who say the same thing because the, the yeah. way the mini is, it's not. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. I haven't driven one, so I've yeah. Know, but going definitely off what stay away from that from the get go. But if you think you need a little <laughs> bit more, um, what that what that does is it makes the makes the mini corner absolutely positively flat. I mean, it, you you point at the apex, you punch it, you go. You don't. There's, there's no, no messing roll. around. There's no no roll. roll at all. Yeah, it's nice. But if you're not familiar with how your car runs on the track, then stay away from the front. Um, driver's seat upgrade optional. Yeah, if you want to, you know, get rid of your driver's seat. But that's uh, that's what you can do to your car. <sighs> unless you have, unless you want to run modified. And then all bets are off. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, there's two. The modified, you're pretty much allowed in a C to see any engine modification. You got to have a harness. You got to have a cage or a hoop. Still no slicks. And driver's seat upgrade is optional. Um, and I would that's imagine it. you can do. It's everything else. You can do any suspension mod, any engine mod. It's pretty much a run what you brung. So you guys out there pushing the big horsepower with the full race setups, have a good time with that. And, and then bring, of course, bring your insurance. There's the yeah. There's the JCW. Yeah, and, and make sure you you gotta you gotta weigh home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Then there's the uh, JCW unlimited modifications. So if you've got the John Cooper Works kit and then you've gone through. Oh wait a minute. And if you've got a little bit, it's, why does it say unlimited modifications? Because uh, I'm gonna bet that's just for John Cooper Works cars only. It is. You're right. No, no pull. Oh, no, 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 no. I, no, I take it back. No, it's not. It's it's for John Cooper Works cars and other cars with unlimited modifications. Oh, so, okay. So if you've got a works kit, well, then what constitutes twin? One, the way yeah. Phil explained it is, it's it's. It's it's basically any car. Oh, okay. And, and he, they call it the John Cooper Works kit. It's, I think he, he sort of means it for you know mostly John Cooper Works cars. But you know if you have modifications to your JCW car, or if you don't even have that, you just have a uh, you know eight you know a thirty percent pulley and some crazy uh, <laughs> some crazy animal. You're in the just back, taking the like, pulley off, man. Out of, and your trunk, you're just and your trunk spindle, monkey, baby. <laughs> and your right. trunk and your trunk monkey's got like Adidas's on or something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Okay, so those are the classes. Um, yeah, I'll get these posted up on the show notes so that you guys can see those. Okay, moving on. Um, since we're kind of talking about track stuff, I'm really excited about the about the uh, race series. Though I really, really, really want to get do this. <coughs> I mean, I really, really, really want to do this I'm to the too. point where my next mini will be an S, but my I'm just going to convert Roxy into a race car. There you go. Why not? And actually, that's that's uh, the guys I'm I'm uh, talking with, partnering with on this uh, this little race team. We're, we're actually looking at Coopers as well. Yeah, I think that's going to be the class, though. That's going to be like uh, that's going to be the true like IROC type class, you know? Because <laughs> I mean, you're limited. Yeah. I mean, everybody's everybody's essentially going to have the same car. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, everybody's like going to be pushing like that 120. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's going to be pushing 120 horsepower. I don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of drafting going on. <laughs> uh, well, no, not so much. Well, because uh, well, maybe you never know, but probably not. But I think that'll be the class to that'll be the class to be in though. More of a challenge anyway. Well, when you're out on the track, you got to think you got people. <laughs> if, if you're out there in the S class, I mean, Randy Webb's out there and Brian and you know guys like that. Forget it. You know what? Yeah. Just yeah. give up, give up, and go home already. Yeah. I mean, even Pray Peter for Horath, out, you know, Peter Horath might show up, and I've seen that guy on the track, and he's he's fast. Yeah. It's it's wicked. I mean, watching real race car guys on the track, it's it's beautiful to watch, but you just it's it's quite humbling if you're not a real race car guy. Well, I'll tell you, when it's I was like, when I did the Phil Wicks thing, I had the, one of the instructors who was had his SCCA license. Uh, did I lose you guys? No, I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, he had his SCCA license, and he took a lap, and I rode in my car while he was driving. And, oh, my gosh. I mean, just to go, okay, I am only halfway to what my car can do, to what this guy right. did with my car. And so right. to see what a mini will do in the hands of somebody who knows what they're doing. Oh, well, it, and, that guy's only got, and that guy only had one hand on the wheel smoking a cigarette with the radio <laughs> on, too, right? Just yeah, he was doing hand like motions this. to me going, okay, here's where we go in the t- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy crazy anyway speaking of that um let's cover a couple of i assembled a short list of tips for the intermediate track day person before i start though i need to make sure everybody goes back and takes a second re-listen to wolf cast number three uh because and or and also check the track day notes page in the uh, whiterefradio.com i'm gonna skip pretty much all of that tonight did i lose you guys (laughs) no 
No, oh. I'm still here. I'm sorry. It just got really quiet all of a sudden. It did. It did. It I was, was mute. It I've was got eerie. kind of a. I've got kind of allergies going here, and so I always mute. I, I mute it when I have to like sniff, so people don't have to listen to me go oh, all the time. Nice. Yeah, so. not like not like DB when I got a belch on. <laughs> I got a belch in here. That was a good one. Last I time. thought that was a good the, one. I thought those were the ghosts of the Edmonton uh, show, just like <laughs> coming out of nowhere. They got quiet <laughs> because of a few disparaging comments. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Go back, listen to Wolfcast number three. Check the track day prep notes on whiterefradio.com. Um, some things to keep in mind when you get on the track. You've already, I'm going to assume that you've already had a track day or two, uh, like Todd and Gabe have. Both had one or what do you guys have? A couple track days on you so far? I just got one. A weekend? I've got one track day and a crazy commute. <laughs> right, through the autocross uh, driveway of yours. No, actually, I, I have some autocross and I, I have one track day. So. Mm. Well, good. You guys will get some. You guys will get some help out of this as well. And about twenty years of go karts. Oh, twenty years of go karts. Nice. You I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of Xbox. You know. I mean, I play a whole. <laughs> oh man. Whole lot. Of, I got a lot of PGR awesome. hours. Well, I got yeah. a whole lot of PGR two hours, man. In a, in a mini. In a mini, no. Less. Oh, definitely in a mini. <laughs> What are you guys talking about? Man, it's so it amazes me how how well the physics are in that game too. Project Gotham, what, 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 what Project Gotham Racing uh, yeah, on the Xbox. I just so, have uh, Gran Turismo. It's the only game I own. I have that too. Oh. I have that too. Gran Turismo Four. I don't have that, but on PGR the physics are just incredible. It's amazing how they. I mean, everything right down to the, uh, you know, to the understeer. It's just amazing. But I tell oh. you, you got to be careful and not get in your car soon after playing Project Gotham <clears> because <throat> you get crazy and you're like you'll lose control. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't mind busting yeah. up. I don't mind busting up the mini in Project Gotham. You know, hitting a wall yeah, I mind, or two. <laughs> I don't mind trying to go through a corner too fast and just straight pushing into a wall. That's right. I, I got to make the time, you- man. <laughs> What be, you guys are talking about? Gotta beat your ghost, right, Todd? That's oh, right. We're back to ghost again. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> unlike Todd playing PGR, Project Gotham Racing, when you actually get on the track, uh, some of the key things to actually you want to make sure you do is you want to concentrate on smoothness. Um, and when I say smoothness, you don't want your tire squealing. You don't want your ABS to kick in. That's the uh, active braking system. You don't want the DC to kick in. You want to focus on your line, period. You, I mean, that's all there is to it. And if you can do it smooth and calm, then as you get to know the track better, your speeds will increase. I guarantee it. Absolutely. If you go through, like, all hardcore and you're squealing your tires and smoking your tires around the corners and you're braking so late that your ABS is kicking in and your DSC is kicking in around the corners because you're cutting them too close, then you're going to have a slower time than I am being way more calm and relaxed behind you. And I'll be looking at Pasha. Uh, next thing. Wanna, this is a tough one to work on. This one takes a lot of practice. Is you want to look ahead, uh, and this one's actually is kind of pretty huge, especially for the corners. Um, the trick is you don't want to look at where you're at, but you want to see where you're going. Um, try to practice this on the next time you're out on a curvy road, perhaps that has good visibility around the corners. We're on a clover, you know, on a way to practice. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to say one one good place to do that. In fact, the first time I actually had instruction at an autocross, it was actually at a at a, at a mini USA event. Um, I came back and I actually told my wife that, and um, she actually does that. She she feels like that that single comment really has improved. Yeah. you know her driving, especially in corners. Yeah, it's it's huge. If you're if you're like we'll use the cloverleaf as an example. You enter the cloverleaf and you get to about quarter of the way through it, and then if you look up to the top where the little signal is or where it goes where it on, enters onto the highway, um, focus on that point. You'll be amazed that you won't lose your line in the court on the corner. And and you're gonna have a perfect setup when you get on go to get on the highway because it's kind of natural when you look ahead it's a it's a natural rea- your body reacts kind of to you know where you want to go and it sees where it is and it just uh-huh. it, it's it makes all the difference in the world yeah exactly it really does um, you want to keep both your hands on the wheel don't drive with a hand on the stick shift that's bad <laughs> um, mostly bad for your transmission because uh, what uh-huh. it does is it holds the it's just bad for your transmission. Don't do it. It's mechanical, and I don't really know why. Just somebody told me that's bad. So an instructor told me it wears out your synchros. <laughs> so you want to concentrate. Try to keep them at ten and two, or wherever's comfortable. You don't want to have a hand down at the bottom at the six o'clock position. Excuse me. You don't want to have a hand at the twelve o'clock position, being all cool, because <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't work when you're on the track. Uh, nine and three, ten and two, whatever you're most comfortable with. That's where you're gonna want your hands. And when you go to shift, uh, except for you automatic guys that have the paddles, or you're in auto mode, um, when you're shifting up, you want to shift up with the the palm of your hand, the ball of your hand. You just want to put that against the 
against the lever and just gently go forward. The, the stick shift will find its way. You don't have to grab the whole thing because then you're going to force it in. You're going to try to do a speed shift on the track. You don't want to do that. And when you're shifting down, you just want to use your fingertips. Just put your fingertips on, put the clutch in, just nudge it back and put it down into the next gear. Nice and smooth. And you don't want to make a big, you don't want to ball up your hand because then, you know, you're going to get all stressed out. And that's right. bad. Right. Sweaty palms, not good. Swe- yeah, sweaty palms are bad. Yeah, wear gloves if you get sweaty palms too. Trust me on that one. Okay. And, um, and finally, even for, you know, you're comfortable on the track, but you think you could be a little bit faster, you think you'd be a little bit smoother, but you're just not finding it for whatever reason, grab an instructor. That's what they're there for, especially out on a track day. Grab the guy, say, hey, can you ride with me? Or will you drive my car and let me watch? And just do that. And you'll find, and that's huge, you know, because then you can copy copy what everybody else. Right. I think I lost the guys. Hello. No, I'm still here. Oh, sorry, okay. I had to okay. yell at people in my house. Um, <laughs> so cool. I don't know. That, that. Anyway. Servants. <laughs> yeah. He's getting the help, man. It's just I'm hard to get good help anymore. You know what? When you get as popular and as you know, such a big presence in the mini community, like Gabe, I'm surprised you don't have servants yourself. But <laughs> they're they're home. They're okay. You Night off. Ready. It's the hey, it's the anniversary of the you know the sinking of the oh of the yeah. sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Gabe <laughs> okay. okay. the night uh, I forgot, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, right. Government offices were closed and all that today, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Right. And tomorrow. So, traffic, light traffic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> God, <that's... laughs> okay. Next. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. So so mostly all of that was just work on your smoothness when you're on the track. Focus on your line. Don't worry so much about your speed. Um, make sure you get your braking points nailed down, your acceleration points nailed down, um, and just focus on being smooth. And I guarantee if you focus on being smooth, you will get faster. Period. Um, next up, braking, accelerating, and shifting. The whole purpose to braking and acceleration on the track is you have to get your car's attention. You're driving in a straight line, and now you want to turn. Well, the car doesn't know you want to turn. As far as the car's concerned, it wants to keep going in a straight line. And if you're doing like 95 miles an hour down the straight and you just turn your wheel, you're just going to keep going straight because you didn't say to your car, dude, it's time to turn. So you got to get on the brakes. The car wakes up and goes, oh, oh, we're doing something different. And then you can proceed with your next action. Right. Along those lines, you want to make sure when you brake, you want to brake before you turn, not in the turn. As you get better, there's trail braking and all that, and you can practice on that. But for our purposes today, you want all your braking taken care of before you start your turn. Otherwise, you end up in the grass like Todd did. Yeah, understeer comes into play there, and that's bad. Um, you have to keep in mind that when you do brake, weight transfers from the back of your car to the front of your car. When you're, if, <laughs> For example, you're doing 95 miles an hour on straight. Well, although in the Mini, that. not as yeah, much as normal cars. What? Well, I was actually going to say more than many. I really? mean, it, it yeah. depends on where yeah. what you're coming from. I mean, this is, for instance, the Mini is my first uh, front-wheel drive car. I've always had um, older, mind you, <laughs> BMWs, uh, all-wheel drive, 50-50 weight distribution. So this is a very different feel to me. So when the Mini, when you brake, your your rear wants to wants to come up. I mean, you're losing, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're sort of losing. Uh, your the car's less planted. And I'm specifically thinking in my head right now of a, of a corner at Autobahn where you're coming down a straight. You're about 100 miles an hour, and you've got Got a sort of a sweeper going into uh, going to the left, and then followed quickly by a right. And the the one part of the car that's the most um, disjointed, or you know, sort of uh, you know, not composed, is the rear because the weight transfers is so great to the front of the mm-hmm. car. Um, in fact, there's a photo on my site of, of actually me driving that, and you can see my my right. I'm sorry, my left rear is way jacked up. Yeah, um, a uh, a sway bar will help with that. Definitely. One, obviously, suspension, um, you know, lowering your car a little bit, tightening it up a little bit is going to help as well. Right. But that's, but that's a, something to be really aware of for the first time. It that's freak that's you especially out. why you want to make sure that your braking is done before you start the turn because, exactly. because if, again, if you're still braking in the turn and you still have that weight transfer going to the front of the car, you're going to get the traction on the front wheels, but you're not going to have as much on the rear and right. you're going to introduce, you're going to throw yourself in an oversteer situation and you could spin out. And the thing to remember about um, – uh, yeah. one good way to think about it is there's a piece of string 
tied to the bottom of your steering wheel. And that piece of string is also tied to your accelerator. So when you move your steering wheel, you can imagine that piece of string lifting up on the accelerator and not allowing you to, uh, you know, to, to, to touch the accelerator at the same time. So it sort of forces you oh, into the yeah. mentality that, <clears throat> you know, you only do one thing at a time. Yeah. And <clears throat> as a newbie, it's a, it's a really good way to remember that. Yeah. The, and that's what I'm really trying to hit here is, is, you know, until your skills improve, I mean, there's the pro guys will say, well, I shift or I trail break or blah, blah, blah. But you know right. what? If you're, you're working your, your third day, your fourth track day, you got some speed going. That's what we're concentrating on here. One thing at a time. You might have skills, but you don't have skills. <laughs> exactly. Skills you're, with a Z. You're not Michael Schumacher. You know, that, I heard that phrase, that skills phrase, that started on the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> okay, now you're just, now you're just lying. <laughs> okay, we're still on breaking. Um, some things to remember. When you break early, you're going to turn early. You're going to miss your apex. Uh, if you're going to break late, you're going to turn late, and you're going to go off the track. <laughs> So that's some, that, that goes along with smoothness as you and working your line. You want to make sure you've got your line down and you know where your break points are. Um, the fastest line is always the apex, and the apex is the sec, is the part of the, the corner. I, this is it's hard to describe. It's where the corner goes straight, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the apex is. And if you don't know where the apex is on the corner, of course you can ask your instructor. But you'll find it. It's the fastest way through the corner because it is a straight line. It allows you to accelerate through the entire corner and all the way out of the corner into the next straight and get ready for the next turn or whatever you got coming up. So along those lines, you want to make sure that you're accelerating through the apex and out of the corner. And use the whole track. That's why there's a whole track there. It's two or three cars wide, depending on your track. Use all of it. When you're going through the corner, rotate all the way out. Let, let the wheel just go till you go all the way out to the edge of the, of the next straight. You know, use all that. And that's part of your smoothness. And you'll get a lot of, so you'll be able to carry a lot more speed through the corner mm-hmm. if it's that type of a corner. One, right. one interesting thing about cars, specifically with a rear sway bar, an aggressive rear sway bar, if you if you come off the accelerator in the corner, I know this is sort of as a newbie you probably don't want to do this. You can actually feel the car rotate a bit and yes. sort of hook up. And and as you get more comfortable with that, you can use that to your advantage. I, there's a couple of turns of Streets of Oil Springs where I actually do that. Uh, what do they call it? Accelerate lift off oversteer, mm-hmm. um, and and it'll bring the rear end of your car around just enough. And and as it's doing that, it'll also kind of repoint the front. And then you just get back on the Punch accelerator gas, and you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting sensation. <laughs> it's a little frightening. It's a little frightening the first time you feel it. <laughs> the, the first time you do it, and you're going, "Oh wow, what was that?" And then you do it again, and you're like, "Oh wow, this rocks! Yep. I love this." Um, but you got to work on that. So you want to accelerate through the apex out of the corner. Use all of the track. Go all the way out to the edge. I mean, that's why the tracks are so wide. Use the rumble strips. That's what they're there for. They're not necessarily aiming positions. Some tracks they are. Um, but don't always follow the rumble strips for the apex. Mm-hmm. Um, and then acceleration, of course, equals weight transfer to the rear, which means, um, oddly enough, you lose some traction on the front of the car. And as weird as that sounds in a front-wheel drive car, uh, if you're in second gear and you're pulling high revs, this, is, this doesn't matter if you're a Cooper or an S, you get on the gas real hard, you're doing second gear at 60 miles an hour, let's just say, and you get on the gas pretty hard, you're going to have a lot of torque there, and it's going to change the whole orientation of your car. Anyway, but it, uh-huh. it sits the back end down so you can pull through those corners real fast. And finally, shifting, this goes back to doing one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're set for the corner. But you want to make sure that you're in the right gear for the corner. The, the corner that you, the gear you want to be in at the corner is where you want to be before you enter the corner. Right. You so don't all want your break, in the middle of the corner. Yeah. You you both hands on the wheel. Them, both hands on the wheel. So you're pulling up. There's a lot of stuff going on when you're coming into a corner. You're coming off of a straight. First of all, your braking has to be done before you can turn, and you have to have your your foot in the clutch and your car and the gear you want to use to accelerate out of that corner in so if you're coming off 100 mile an hour straight in fourth gear and you're coming up on a turn that needs you to be in second gear you got to be hard on the you have to be hard on the brakes and shift at the same time and get all that taken care of before you start your turn and also when you downshift uh there's there's some weight transfer there you can your car it's not really so much weight transfer more as your car just gets upset it's almost like brake it's a little bit like braking you know yeah it is but it's engine braking. But it's but it's different because there's yeah. some torque involved there as well. And if you downshift in the wrong spot and you let out the clutch too fast, your car is going to not like that. 
No. And it's going to tell you it's not going to it's going to not like that. Your tire's going to squeal. You're going to understeer, oversteer. You can go off track. You'll do something bad. Um, and of course, if you miss a shift, don't get mad because all you're going to do is you're going to not be relaxed anymore. You're going to lose your smoothness. Just chill. Go back to neutral. Start over again. Remember, it's just a track day. You're not racing. That's it. There you go. Well I did done. It. Well done. Nice work. I try. <laughs> do we have time for that. Do we have time for news, Todd? Yeah, throw it in there. If, you know, we'll do it yeah. again. Okay. Let's. Uh, and now, we need the cool news music again. Can you do the cool new music? Here it comes. New music again. Here comes okay. the new music. And, and now, Gabe with the news. Gabe with news. <laughs> what do we got this week? I didn't Ed? hear any new. Uh, well, okay. So uh, <laughs> this week, Just imagine Sorry. it. It's in your. It's in your head. <laughs> So uh, it's not on the file. it's not on the sheet, so it's kind of throwing him off. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like, what? Sorry. Oh, speaking of motoring file, nice job on the WordPress upgrade, by the way. And the little thank you, the little thank design improvements. Much. I'm totally digging the the new changes that you've made. They're very subtle, but the, it's a huge improvement. It really makes a big difference. Yeah, I uh, I can't tell you how how a good it is to hear that, and b how how great it is to actually see that stuff up there it's stuff i i've been working on and, and matt has been working on for a long time we actually planned this a year ago and we just haven't got it done i mean we've been so busy with stuff yeah and you so pulled, it off, pulled it off without a hitch i was impressed nicely done yeah it, it actually you really can't tell i mean besides the slight upgrades we're actually going to be doing quite a bit of of, of uh, new work though in terms of the way it looks in the next hopefully in the next month yeah um, taking advantage of some of the together. wordpress back-end features um, yeah, not necessarily that. A little bit of that. We're gonna be we're gonna be introducing categories a lot more, but nice. we're actually gonna be making the page a little wider and adding a few things. And, Excellent. Um, you know, animated gifts and uh, flash everywhere. Oh snap! Really? <laughs> Fla- we call it flaming uh, bounty, right? Black black background. I would never do that with yeah, white text. Black, black you guys give me a hard about, you, guys, you guys give me a hard time about that because my my blog is is just kind of dark yeah, gray. Yeah, I thought with I noticed text. that. And but I'm, you know what, Tom? Like, it's it's a blog. It's not like a news site. I know, and I don't that's usually true. do more than a few sentences, you know? So, And it's mostly yeah. pictures, so the pictures are yeah, pretty on the gray true. background. <laughs> yeah, they are that's pretty on the, good, on the gray background. Good point, good point. Not like, you know, I think mine's pretty reasonable, so I do okay. Yeah. So uh, so this week on Motor and File, there's a, there's a few little uh, stories of interest to the casual and uh, enthusiast mini-owner. The uh, the first was the the mini plant construction to cause shortage story that um, apparently has been known for a little while, but uh, uh, what's going to happen is BMW is going to be putting a ton of money into the plant at Oxford, and thus they will be uh, starting construction and shutting the plant down for the first three weeks of the year. Whoa! So uh, it's going to be a little bit of a shortage in terms of production. How long is that? Can, how long is that going to back up production, Gabe? Oh, do um, do they know? Well, at least three, three weeks. weeks is what I, I, I well, heard. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> I want to be the smart ass. To okay, say. <laughs> let me let me rephrase my we question. Both, that was too easy. If if I order a car, and the order goes in on January third, how much uh, of a delay is there going to be on my car? Is it just going to be a three week uh, delay? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Every construction worker would tell uh, oh, the homeowner. It'd be three weeks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is there going to be? Is that going to cause a delay when they start when they start making cars again? Uh, I don't know. They because, didn't say. Okay. They did not that, say. That's I, my know, question. I, I, I would imagine there's going to be a little bit of, um, you know, sort of roll in time. I mean, they, they have to get going again. Um, I don't think, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty impressive setup over there. I mean, having seen the, 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 the plant firsthand, I can't imagine there's going to be, um, you know, it's going to take more than a few days to get going again and be completely fine in terms of what they're doing during those three weeks. I have no idea. Okay. Um, just could be replacing all the light bulbs. I don't know. Well, yeah. Maybe they're putting up a really nice plaque of the uh, wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Uh, <laughs> Comes full circle once again. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so anyway. So uh, that's so, so that's, yeah, so that's, it's probably that's gonna actually. In, it's probably going to increase production, I would bet. Well, if they want to double sales. Um, I would assume it will, uh, it will eventually. Yeah, they're going to need to do something. So that, that story actually ties in well with this next one that, that just came out yesterday uh, where Mini USA is going to be increasing prices for 2006. And that's going to happen with cars that are wholesaled after March on or after March 1st. Okay. So that, that means basically if your car is in January or February production and it's coming to the United States um, – there's a good chance you're going to be paying 
uh, more money. So the Cooper is going up five hundred dollars to seventeen thousand four fifty. Cooper convertible five hundred to twenty one nine fifty. Cooper S convertible five hundred to twenty five four hundred, and the Cooper S is going up three hundred to twenty thousand nine hundred. All those are without destination. That's not too bad. So that's not that bad. Um, yeah, it's not it's not too bad. I mean, the you know the cars really didn't go up a whole lot this past year. Um, I think you know five hundred here, two hundred there. Yeah. So it's uh, you know it's I don't think it's sort of crazy. I don't think it's uh, and and I don't think many people really got upset about the price increase Mm-mm-mm. that I saw. So it's it's still it's still a lot of car for really comparatively yeah. not a lot of money. I'll be that interested. Said if uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I uh, see. I'll be interested to see is as the uh, year approaches the end of the of this body style and everything of of this generation mini approaches if it's like. Similar things on, I mean, once again, bringing it back to Mac stuff, if I know new Mac gear is coming out, I'm not buying anything new until I know what's, what's going to be there. And we'll know after, what, February, March, you know, when they hopefully introduce stuff at, at Geneva or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see if sales kind of drop off a little bit and people go, you know what, I'm going to hold out. Or if there's a spike, you know, like me, I'd really like to get one of the last you know, this generation Cooper S's. I, actually, I, I think I think some people are sort of thinking that, that, you know, there's going to be a bit of a spike before. I think that there will be in terms of, you know, just, just sheer production. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to take a little while to get things going. If you look at, like, the, the BMW 3 Series production of this past year, you know, it dipped way down when the new 3 Series came out. Um, so there could be two know, lulls think, next year then in the, in the 2006 yeah, calendar year. There I, could be two big lulls, which is going to hurt sales overall. Yeah, I, there's no. I have no. I have no doubt that we're going to see um, more than two or three months in a row where it'll be like you know, sales down twenty percent. People are like, what? What the hell's going on? Right. And I, I guarantee you, there's going to be a lot of people like, I told you so. This new car looks terrible, whatnot. Um, but it's, a lot it's of that. all production. It's right. all production. Yeah. So I've, I've seen nothing but too. negative along that. I've seen nothing but negative comments about the way the 07 looks. Yeah. Well, nobody knows what it looks really. Right. Yeah, nobody but from from the like. from the odd. Photo here and there that you've posted over there. I mean, everybody just goes, "Oh, I hate it. It sucks. Oh, I don't want that well, car. I'm going to order an 06. So I don't get that ugly thing or whatever." Right. Yeah. I mean, it's anytime you're if, if if I were to post photos of the test mules that they used for the current car, yeah. everybody would say the same thing. Right. Yeah, that's true. In fact, I remember reading the same thing at Mini Two back in like 2000, 2001. Or actually, it was 2001. So especially with the Cooper S, I remember the I remember when the Cooper S came out. There was a thread on Mini Two years back. I, almost all of it was negative, like the way it looked. Right. I, and you think about it now, and it's you know sort of a given. Everybody loves the car, but you know it's new. It's you know people are going to have strong reactions right away, and most people will sort of either grow to love the car or just not like it. Any other news bits there? What about? Uh, that's about it. There's a uh, there's a little what about story about. Uh, <laughs> Motor, motor Trend. Motor Trend actually had a, a story a few months back. I just posted on Motoring File. Hang on, wait, please, wait. Can you hang on a second. Let me put on my crash helmet and uh, catcher's, ma- catcher's mask and my bulletproof vest. Motor Trend drove the uh, Cooper S automatic, Ouch. and they uh, they they liked it overall. They did note a few things which uh, I find interesting. The uh, the zero to sixty time was. Uh, 7.7 seconds, uh, whereas the, uh, the the standard, the manual car that they had, the stock Cooper S manual 2005, uh, did 0 to 60 in 6.4 seconds. So, you know, there's quite a bit of a difference. A second, or, I'm sorry, 1.3 seconds. That is, that is kind of, of a huge difference. So, you know, th- they really looked at that, and um, they looked at it as, you know, you're taking a big performance hit for this, uh, you know, for this automatic. For, for this not having bit to, of, uh, not having you know, I think I can hit 60 in about eight seconds in mine. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that that may, actually, I posted, uh, I think it was yesterday, sort of light bulb went off in my head. You know, that's really pretty close to the time a Cooper with, uh, you know, with about 10 extra horsepower would do. In fact, that's probably very close. I, I think I can uh, almost hit that. Well, you got yeah, an exhaust, so, yeah. you know, I think, I think, you know, some people, some folks with, with Cooper S uh, automatics are, you know, who read that were a little bit uh, perturbed or a little bit annoyed. I don't know. I, I think that the thing that I think that's, that's important to remember, first of all, if you're getting the automatic, I hope you're doing it for the right reasons. You know, yeah. you have you have a real reason in terms of a disability or you're, you're literally in an hour of traffic every day. I mean, right. completely understandable. The, the Mini isn't necessarily about zero to 60. This is, this, is, this is a car that, you know, you should be building a momentum and turning. And, you know, I think the Coopers are great. Yeah, a great um, example of that. Yeah. So you know, zero to sixty isn't 
everything. No. Um, but that being said, it is sort of sobering when you think about the difference. Yeah, that's a bit a is. second, more than a second. That's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Oh well, but it is, and it is what it is. And all right, just had to throw it out get, there. <laughs> yeah, I just had to throw it out there. I don't want to. I don't want people getting mad or nothing. No hate mail. Come on. No, we love we love the automatic. You know, yeah. I drive one if I. If Somebody I were smart, <laughs> you know, no, if, if I were smart, you know, doctor told me to quit driving a stick shift and my knee would get better. And I'm going, well, I don't want to drive an automatic yet. But, you know, I've never, dri- you know what? I, I can't, hellish. I can't, I'm not going to say anything bad about it because I've never driven one, you know, so I've not I, driven the new, I've not driven the S. I've I not, I drove a CVT. How can I say? On a Cooper. Yeah. With uh, 15 inch wheels and Continental tires. I swear to God, things like driving a Cadillac. Yeah. Oh, it me was too. so nice. I got a, I, oh, so Yeah. I got a loaner that was oh. a, a CVT automatic. Oh man, it was just like, oh, this is kind of cool. Nice, comfortable ride. It felt Didn't peppy, though. I gotta say, it felt peppy. Yeah, it did. It was, it was a lot of fun. I'm just kind of, and I'm just sitting back enjoying the ride. It was kind of cool. So, I mean, there is that. All right, we're just gonna make people mad. I, I think you, you guys are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having none of it. <laughs> okay, 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 Mr. 18 inch fling wheels with the ghost of the Edmund Fitzgerald blaring in your stereo. That's, That's all we have. I've, I've That's never all. heard this. Yeah, we're going to fix that. We're going out with uh, that tonight. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Just for you, Gabe. Anyway, questions, comments, concerns, of course, check the show notes or feedback at whiteroofradio.com. And uh, any of the things that we mentioned product-wise, don't forget you can find all of those and more over at outmotoring.com. Don't forget Christmas for your favorite mini freak. They've got Aaron's got just about everything you want over there. I mean everything. And you can get it all there. And um, what, do what do we got? What do we got? Oh, no, coming up next uh, week, uh, world-famous Mark Ferguson will be with us next week from NorthAmericanMotoring.com. Uh, talking about the message board, I hope, imagine we'll be talking some on the new calendar. I've seen pictures, although it turns out really nice. Looking forward um, to it. Yeah, and then shortly thereafter, I think that's the week of Thanksgiving. Mm, next week? So. The, no, that's no, not next week. The week after? Right. We might do a, a Christmas uh, Christmas uh, show. Ooh, for purchasing one up, but we got to check with Gabe on that first. So yeah, We're yeah, not sure, because we don't want to. We don't want to. Gift guide will be coming out. Yeah, we don't want to interfere with the gift guide, so we're gonna play that one by ear. At any rate, that's all I've got. I'm done. That's it. We'll all see right. you next time. See you guys. Awesome.